My name is Nadia Fleury. I am life strategist. And today's topic is, are you leading with a heart? What brings me to discuss this topic of leadership today is to share with you a little bit about what I've done in the last month, which is um, I kind of reconnected with my son. When I moved from my ex-husband in July 2017, my son stayed with his dad because he was closer to his school and it kind of worked out better for all of us. However, I felt that uh, by October 2018 that it was time for me to rebond with him, especially that he has chosen to take a year off to figure himself out. And so he's not going to school, he's not working, so it didn't matter where he lives. Of course, on my side, I was always postponing that moment, always thinking, okay, when the business is further ahead, I will do that, only to realize that I'm not doing a favor to anyone by postponing that moment. So I invited my son to live with me, and for a month, uh, he came. So we had to go through this adjustment period and it was very interesting what happened. There was so much learning that I feel that it's worth taking some time to share all this with you here. I had three things in mind when Matthew came and lived with me, which first was to rekindle that nurturing, the, the me cooking dinner for him and could see that He's been eating out a lot and maybe not necessarily the homemade cooking that he had at home because I was the cooker. So when I left, they improvised a lot with a lot of frozen food that they could buy in the store. I am not judging. That's their choice. I'm just saying that I noticed that Matthew gained some weight and I thought maybe it's time for me to re-nurturing him, giving him more healthy homemade cooking food. So that was my objective number one. My objective number two was to coax him to go to the gym or to go to the gym more often. Objective number three was for him to get his driver's license. So, and I would actually keep some kind of statistic and I would tell Matthew, well, I actually perform at about 33%. Why? Because I could control what I wanted to give, which is the food choice. I could control the grocery and the cooking because that's me doing it. I could not get him to go to the gym nor take his practice driving if he didn't want to do it. This is the difference between dictatorship and leadership. I haven't given up on this, these two projects, except that I have to become strategic as to how I want to empower him. And this is part of the learning that I went through when I was with him. First, uh, one thing I noticed is at the beginning is um, he was more drawn and stay in his bedroom and play on the computer. And, and I asked him, I said, so where are you heading? What you want to do? And he could see that I was making a parallel between uh, other people out there that are already, you know, achieving a lot and he's staying at home doing, in my opinion, nothing. That's not his opinion, but that's my opinion. And he responds back and he says, are you saying that I'm a low achiever? And I know when he said that, it kind of really cut deep in my heart because that's not what I want to hear from him. That's not what I meant to say. 
instead of answering either yes or no, I said, you know what, let me think about this. And it's later on, we were at the barbecue together, we we're cooking barbecue together, and it dawned on me what I was doing. I was only repeating what my parents told me. You know, go to school, have good grade, find a good job, find a good husband or wife, have children, have a mortgage, try to work 30 years to pay that mortgage, and hopefully by age 50, you're not burned out. It's interesting how we give the advice that actually get us sick, and we give that same advice to our children a few years later. So when I realized what I was saying, that I was actually repeating what my mom and dad told me, I stepped back for a moment. And then I told Matthew, I said, you know what? I said, for over 15 years, you have been told by the establishment what you should be doing. You were told at what time you need to show up at school. You were told at what time you get vacation. You were told at what time that you eat lunch and uh, breakfast and lunch and dinner. And then now you're waking up at 19 and you have no constraint anymore. It's all up to you. However, if I don't let them have some times to figure himself out, am I not going to repeat the same cycle that I went through myself? And it's when I realized that that's all I, this is exactly what I did in 2018 is to purge myself of all these thoughts, these, these, um, these empowering belief that I've learned throughout my life to copy the herd, to copy what everybody's doing. At that moment, I told him that. I said, you know, I said, Matthew, I totally understand where you are because I know that it's really challenging to suddenly wake up and having all these decisions to make for yourself unless you take some time to listen in what you want to do, what do you want to become? And I'm okay with that. You want to take some time to discover yourself, to just be, go ahead. I'm supporting you in that journey. And it's very interesting in that moment, the shift that it did between our relationship. Suddenly we could actually have fun. We could actually, uh, um, tease each other in the kitchen, kind of like um, going through memories of the old time. And I think in that moment, he felt understood. He, he may not be able to express it, but he felt understood. It somehow, it, it just kind of felt like, okay, now I can breathe. I'm not under pressure. I know even when I mentioned to some of my friends that Matthew was coming to live with me, the first thing that my friend said is, Will you share the rent? And I'm like, can I just enjoy my son? I haven't seen him over a year. Can I just be with him without having to put all these constraints? The next thing I took the time to hear him out, I know at one point he wanted to go in military. And so I was wondering where he's at with this. And then he shared with me that he's kind of concerned because when he was at school, he didn't really have good grades. And that struggle that he knows that when he's going to go in the military, he's going to have to do an aptitude test. And that test scares him out because he knows that if he's at the bottom of it, 
then he has to do what they tell him. They're going to place him wherever he fits. And he's scared of that. And this is my job as a mom to figure himself out, to see where he's at, and then gradually work with him, coach him, so that he can discover himself from within. After discovering all this, I just said, you know what, I'm going to give him space. And we're just going to just enjoy each day together, get to know each other again, get to just be patient and see where things lead to. And interestingly enough, we were in a party here, so the, the complex were having a little party and the person who organized it uh, realized that while Matthew is here and is not really working and he said, you know, I might have a job for you. And so on Monday, Matthew showed up for the first time to his first real job. And it was amazing. I'm actually blessed that actually he came back home to me because I got to receive him and his energy and his excitement to share with me all what he did during the day. And this guy he was helping, uh, so it was a plumbing job. So, so there was a lot of tools then you know, um, somewhat some construction to be done and all this. And I was actually proud of myself because, believe it or not, I'm the one who taught him a lot of these um, tools. Like, I taught him how to walk on, on rafters. I taught him how to uh, walk on the roof and go into the crawl space. I taught him not to have fear of that. I wish I had taught him at four years old to drive so that he would actually have done it without having the fear, except that it didn't happen that way because that, well, you, you know, <laughs> we cannot put him on the, on the wheel at four. The point I'm making here is that for some reason, whatever I taught him when he was little, he picked it up and that he has no fear. But now at 19, he's starting to analyze and, and he sees things from a different perspective. And now he's letting his mindset getting the better of him. That is the next lesson that I want to share with you is that when I realize, like he's challenged to go to the gym. And I said, why did I not think about this sooner? He needs a coach. He needs a trainer that will help him. I said, would you like to have a trainer that will at the gym? He said, yeah. I said, that would probably be easier because when I go there, I don't know what to do. You know, as a leader, sometimes the key is not to push them, to force them, it's to give them the right tool or the right approach for them to get it done. Now, this is an opinion. This is my opinion as a mom. And maybe you're watching this and you say, no, Nadia, you got it wrong. And I'm okay with that. I just know that in my heart, I am not a sergeant, I am a mom. And I found it very challenging to whip him to go to the gym. So I have to find a different solution. And the solution came with the same advice I've been saying all along here. And I surround myself with a lot of people that have helped me along the way. So he needs the same kind of help. And then it dawned on me to get his driver's license. Well, what he needs is an, a driver instructor that will help him out. So that's another thing I realized. And then I was thinking also that he needs, he needs another mentor for his mindset. 
so that he can actually have an open mind. And what he needs more than anything are men, men more than women. Women is too nurturing for him, too easy. He needs a man. And I noticed that dynamic when he went and worked with uh, that fellow uh, in the plumbing job, that what it did for him. Like suddenly when two men are together, there's... Um, you're driven to perform because men that's what they do they're driven to perform the blessing and all that is we had some repair to do at his dad's so we went together to do it and this time he was the one with the drill he was the one taking charge and taking lead it was beautiful the dynamic we had with each other in conclusion to all this i'm grateful to have my son with me i'm grateful that i have witness his greatness rather than taking a place of judgment i am so proud that i've taken the time to look at him from his perspective and rather than judging him allowing to let him shine to let him blossom and to become who he wants to become and that is what i call leading with a heart and I'm so grateful that you are tuning in. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'll see you in a week. Bye. If you feel this information could help a friend, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out at ask at nadiafleury.com.